Hola, everybody. Welcome to the Unicorn Millionaire Podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Stover. I'm a non-binary Latinx money coach helping my first-gen clients become millionaires. I'm a formerly undocumented Mexican-American and currently digital nomad traveling all over the world. And I'm super excited to have you here along with me on my journey. I talk about personal finance, money mindset, working, unicorns, rainbows, you name it. We're here, we're queer, and we are going to build wealth for ourselves and our communities. Hey y'all, how's it going? Today I want to talk to you about tips for podcasting because I'm about to work with a client who is a business owner who didn't really know that I had a podcast until she hopped on a sales call with me and I told her that if you work with me to get the most out of working with me para sacarle el jugo, I definitely encourage you to listen to my podcast and ask me clarifying questions about any topics that come up. And then she sent me um, a voice note over WhatsApp because that's how my clients communicate with me in between our calls every two weeks. We text each other or send voice notes through WhatsApp for the entire time that we're coaching. And she said that she loves my podcast, that she's binging it, and she loves how it's just not another white man podcast. <laughs> That's the vibe. If you want to learn about personal finance, twerking, code switching into Spanish, and uh, perreo, and getting your money right, that is what this podcast is all about. And so she was excited about potentially starting a new podcast. And then I thought, well, I've done podcast episodes about Roth IRAs, because y'all know I'm a Roth freak. And uh, you should be too. If you're not, then you should definitely listen to my episodes about Roth IRAs. That is how you retire early is by maxing those out and your 401ks. And I've done episodes on how to grow your mailing list as a business owner. But today I'm going to talk about specifically how to start a podcast and things that I wish I'd known and mistakes I made along the way and just key takeaways so that if you're thinking about starting a podcast, whether it's a passion project for you to connect with others or just talk uninterrupted because you're tired of extroverts dominating the conversations at dinner and you know you have enough uh, value to give and you know you have things to say, you just don't like interrupting people or being talked over, I definitely recommend starting a podcast. That's been one of the biggest <laughs> things that I've appreciated from having a podcast is literally just having the space as a marginalized person to talk uninterrupted about topics that I care about and give value to others. Having a podcast is also a great sales funnel for if you're growing your business and you want to connect and network with brands and do sponsorships or just talk to your clients like I do about your work and how you can help them and hopefully sign clients. That is a great reason to start a podcast. I've had clients come to me who don't really follow me on social media or don't engage with me at all, but they work with me because they love what I talk about and how I talk about it on my podcast. So a little bit background about this podcast, Unicorn Millionaire. I started it in June of 2022. So I've been running this podcast for a year and a half now. And it's already had almost 3000 downloads, which I'm so, so proud about because damn, yeah, as a solopreneur who doesn't rely on white men, venture capital funding or grants, I've fully funded my own 
effort that I put into my podcast. I have not yet run ads on it. That's something that I hope to do eventually to be compensated for my time and my labor. But this really has been a vessel of abundance where I hop on and donate my time and give value and help people become wealthy as fuck for free by listening to me on Spotify and Apple. So yeah, I'm super proud of myself that I've kept it up consistently because I've heard a statistic that says that if you're if you've already published more than like six episodes, you're already ahead of the curve. So that just goes to show that everybody wants to start a podcast. Starting a podcast is easy, but the real challenge is keeping it up and being consistent with it. So I started my podcast on the Anchor app. I was inspired by Denise from Yo Quiero Dinero podcast. After listening to her podcast, she is Puerto Rican and she's had lots of guests, mostly BIPOC. She's had a trans man on there talk about personal finance. And I just love the diversity of guests that she's had on there. And I thought, well, I want to be the, the queer personal finance twerker, human, magical unicorn that talks personal finance. <laughs> and so, yeah, it, it took me a while to start a podcast. I will say that I've been wanting to start one forever, but just like most people, what stops us is feeling like what we have to say is not good enough, which makes sense, especially if you're not an able-bodied cishet white man. Society gaslights us into thinking that our perspectives aren't valid, especially if you grow up child of immigrants, where as soon as you advocate for your needs or say how you're feeling or say no, you get shut down. So we're taught from a young age that what we have to say is not valuable enough. So a podcast is a really great avenue for defying and healing your inner child and proving to yourself, most of all, that what you do have to say is of value. And what helps me think about it is even if one person listens to my podcast and changes their life, that my job is done because it really is like speaking out into the void. You don't get instant gratification in the form of likes or comments with a podcast. The most you can get is reviews, but it really is all about you speaking into your mission and thinking of it as something that will leave a legacy. When I speak into my podcast, I feel like the things that I talk about, I'm recording into time and it's going to be ancestral knowledge that I'm passing down to my chosen family because I don't. Uh, I don't think I'll have human children. Um, reproducing is not something that I'm personally interested in right now. I feel like I'm more and more open to it. If I meet somebody who already has kids, I'm more and more open to it after all the, the healing I've done. But I'm also okay with knowing that my lineage ends with me. But that's not an excuse for me to not live it up and pass off knowledge to my chosen family or to listeners or you beautiful stranger who's listening to this podcast for either the first time or the 200th time on your commute to work. So having that vision and passion is the number one motivator for me, especially since I don't get a paycheck when I publish an episode. I don't have a boss telling me, hey, Charlie, I want you to record an episode on this and I'm going to pay you $500 for your time. <laughs> None of that happens. But I use my business income as a way to subsidize my podcast and pay myself because I have seen a return on my investment. It not only helps me 
spread the word to new clients, but most of all, it helps me speak directly to my clients. Like I'm recording this episode because one of my clients wants to learn more about starting a podcast. So I'm hopping on here and I'm speaking to that client. And just in effect, my, by me speaking to that client, I'm speaking to all of you. So it's a win-win for everybody. And, and I, yeah, I love podcasting. And I just want to say that none of these episodes are scripted. I can hop on and go off. This is actually the, one of the few episodes where I actually have slight notes, which are small enough to fit on a post-it note that I'm looking at because there are several points that I don't want to miss. And sometimes I go on tangents, but that's okay because tangents are beautiful and they're stories within stories. But I did have some concrete details that I've learned that I wanted to remember. So as I'm reading this, I'm just reading off small bullet points on my post-it note, but expanding off of those. Uh, For example, I wrote down the words 3K downloads. (laughs) And that just made me think of what I just told you all about how I've almost reached that and what's that meant for me and how long ago that was. So I'll start with the number one piece of advice that I feel like people ask me, but they don't really ask me. Everybody who asks me about podcast advice, they always ask me about the equipment. (laughs) I've had people reach out to me and say, hey, Charlie, I love your podcast. I'd love to start my own podcast. What kind of microphone do you recommend? But I know what they really mean is (laughs) how do you get past your fear of not sounding perfect? I'll be real with y'all. I have a basic cheap-ass microphone I bought from Walmart in Playa del Carmen two years ago that is not of the highest quality at all. It doesn't filter out a lot of the sound. I'm just in my bedroom and trying to keep it as quiet as possible. And luckily, I'm in a quiet neighborhood, but it's Mexico. (laughs) There's construction. Yesterday until 11 p.m., there were kids playing at a party. There was an inflatable house. Kids were screaming and everything. So there's only so much you can do. But stop trying to rely on having the perfect equipment or a sound system or studio. That's something that you want to focus on when you're getting traction, getting paid, getting sponsorships, and you're really scaling. I'm not at that point yet, but I'm getting there thanks to the 70 episodes that I've released so far. And what I want you to walk away with is always imperfection over the equipment. I've recorded several interview episodes with a lot of my creator friends and the Latinx personal finance space with Ray McDaniel, the author of Gender Magic. And all of those episodes have been recorded imperfectly over Zoom where the audio quality is not the best, but the quality of our conversations is the best. And so I want you to focus on the quality of the conversations. It's okay if the sound cuts out sometimes. Don't get stuck on that because I've listened to episodes that have had shitty quality and they were still worth listening to because of the value in the episodes. I'd much rather listen to an episode that I can tell was recorded with crappy headphones and not the best Wi-Fi as long as I learn from something in the episode rather than a crystal clear audio with some like cishet white dude that has nothing of importance to say about personal finance because I can't relate to him at all. (laughs) So imperfection over equipment. I've recorded episodes with my noise canceling headphones through Bose. And right now this one I'm recording with this cheap little microphone that I've tied to my phone through that Anchor app. And I don't plan on editing this episode too. I've really only 
edited one episode ever, and that took a lot of effort because I'm not a behind the scenes person. I don't like editing stuff and fixating on that. I'm an in front of the scenes person. I am the person I wish I had seen growing up who is non-binary, who's single, who's financially independent, traveling the world, drawing, painting, adopting a cat in Thailand and bringing her over to LA and then Mexico, creating time freedom, being able to just cancel any calls I have and go take a day trip to a remote beach on a Wednesday. I'm the person that I wanted to see growing up. So focus on just showing up and speaking your truth, especially if you feel like you're alone, but part of you is telling you that you're not really alone. It just feels like it. And you want to connect more with people who are like you. And fixating on having the perfect microphone, especially when you're starting, is, in my opinion, not worth the investment. Focus on what you have to say. Tell your stories and why. Tell your origin story, who you are, why you're passionate about what you're talking about. Uh, problems you've seen that you can help people with. If you're a coach and trying to sell a service, tell the stories, share your client wins, share your stories about your, your life, your trajectory, mindset shifts, events that literally changed your life and how. And I guarantee you that you will gain a following. So... Another tip I have for you is really try as much as possible to find a quiet place. I traveled to six, seven countries this entire year and I'm so proud of myself. I just reflected on that with my therapist today who's Colombian and we have all our therapy sessions in Spanish. I love it and I love talking in Spanish with her and she asked me what I was proud of and I was like, I'm so proud of myself for running a business during an economic crisis traveling to seven countries, adopting a cat in Thailand on my own, deciding that the universe sent her to me because the universe didn't want me to be alone and wanted me to ask for help. Because as soon as I adopted her, I had to ask like the, the hostel owners to help me out with a litter box, with food, with anything. And I had to ask for help. And I've done a lot. I was in starting the new year in the Philippines. Then I went to Thailand uh, then I went to Cambodia, Vietnam, spent the summer in LA. Now I'm in Mexico. I went to this amazing financial summit by Yo Quiero Dinero in Puerto Rico, which I like to count that as another country, even though it's a colony of the U.S. and it's exploited um, and because they don't have voters' rights, but they still have to like pay outrageous taxes and all the Bitcoin bros move there so that they don't have to pay taxes. But that's another TED Talk. The point is to try to find quiet places, but still don't get bogged down. Like I said, I've listened to episodes where I knew there was like a dog barking in the back <laughs> or I think a rooster roostering and I still stayed on because of the value. Uh, but try eliminating any noise as much as you can. My cat is pretty chatty, so I'll just put her in the bathroom if I need to record a podcast episode and I'll let her out when I'm done because... She can tell when I'm excited and get chatty on these podcasts or client calls and then she gets chatty. And the point is just to eliminate distraction so that we can let source and consciousness flow through us to connect with others. Because the point of having a podcast is to connect with others and exercise your throat chakra. And give, give value. I feel like that can be a really blanket statement. And what I mean for give value 
means for me is to talk about something that you feel like is pressing on you, is bugging you, and you feel like you're, you're asking yourself, am I crazy for thinking about this or talking about this? Then talk about it because I guarantee you, you won't be the only one thinking about it or wanting to talk about it. I will use my client calls as content for my podcast episodes, just like my client wants to know about having a podcast. I'm recording this podcast episode. I've had clients who ask me about how to retire early. Then I'll hop on and do a podcast episode about how the way you retire early is by maxing out your retirement accounts, your 401k, stacking that match, maxing out your individual retirement accounts, whether you qualify for Roth IRA or a regular IRA, maximizing those ASAP, then brokerage account while working on your debt payoff plan, building your emergency funds. And that's what I do. So I'm so used to talking about these things, but I use my client calls as inspiration for content on my podcast. So I always feel like I have inspiration and things to talk about or conversations with friends too. But if you're stuck on a topic or you are feeling lonely because it can be lonely having your own business because you don't have coworkers, you can just go grab drinks with after work like it used to be. Um, you can interview your friends. They don't have to be influencers or super famous. If you have a friend that you vibe with and you feel like you have conversations that other people would benefit from, then ask them to be on your podcast and just treat it like a conversation. Don't treat it like a fucking job interview where you have to sound all professional and corporate. Fuck that shit to sound like yourselves because that is relatable to people. And before you know it, if you join an online community, for example, I have my online community of business entrepreneur friends. We have each other on each other's podcasts and collaborate that way. And the benefit of that is if they're on your podcast, then you both promote the podcast episode and you might, your podcast might gain more exposure because they're advertising it to their followers too. So it not only helps you feel less lonely, but it helps you expand your reach because you're basically getting double the, the potential listenership. So I'm all about collaborating. If you check out my podcast, it feels like half the episodes are collabs, especially this summer. After I was in Puerto Rico for the Yo Quiero Dinero Summit, I listened to Farnoosh. I feel like her last name is Tarabi. And she said that as a podcaster, you need to introduce yourself and your podcast because I had never really done that before. But ever since she said that at the conference, I started saying, I'm Charlie. I'm the host of the Unicorn Millionaire Podcast. And I set up a Calendly link where if anybody was interested in being on my podcast, they could apply with the link and schedule a Zoom call and automate it so that they could put in their bio, they could be prompted to send me a headshot for graphics because I advertise all my episodes on Instagram and my mailing list. And I had hella people. I was so swamped with interviews in the best way this summer because I literally just told people at a conference to hit me up if they wanted to be on there. And it was magical having so many amazing people who were also able to hop on there and talk about how magical this conference was. It was a beautiful time. I was twerking on stage, like I was co-leading a perreo class. <laughs> and it was just an amazing time. So 
introduce yourself and your podcast. It might be strange at first, but it will help you if you just walk around your whatever house, apartment, go on a walk and just say, my name is, my name is Charlie. I'm the host of the Unicorn Millionaire podcast. And then it will flow out of you. But people won't know you have a podcast unless you tell them about it. Unless you are a movie star with already millions of followers. People won't know unless you tell them. So let people know. And to go off that, publicize all of your episodes. Whatever social media channel you have, or if you have a mailing list, or you love showing up on LinkedIn, or for me personally, it's Instagram. You have to constantly remind people that you have a podcast and that a new episode is out. So I like to publicize episodes every Monday. It's not a fixed schedule because I'm my own boss and I control my schedule. This week I had some sales calls and I've been prepping for a job interview. So I, I'm not recording this episode until today's Wednesday and that's totally fine. But overall, I do find consistency in publishing my episodes weekly on Mondays. I'll record them for less than an hour. I will come up with the graphic on Canva and I have templates for that to make my life easier. I will publish it on my Instagram at Traveler Charlie and it will at the same time publish that post because you can do a post on IG now to my Unicorn Millionaire Podcast Instagram page which has about 104 followers or so. And then I will just take the description that I type out, the copy and paste that into my mailing list. The point is to just let as many people who follow me as possible know that today's the day I've released a new episode. This is what it's about. And here is the link. I will make everything as easy as possible for my audience to listen to these episodes. I will embed the link in my stories on Instagram. So people just click on it and they can listen on my mailing list. I will embed the link of my Apple podcast and the link of my Spotify because it's split pretty evenly between Spotify and Apple podcast listeners. So your job as a marketer, if you have a podcast or a business is to just make the, the call to action as easy as possible. Hey, I have this service. I have this episode. Click here to listen and eliminate that. How do I get here? What's the name of it? What's going on? Fatigue that people have. With the advent of TikTok and everything, people's attention spans are getting lower and lower. So it's really important to be aware of people's low attention span and eliminate the times that people have to click on something to figure out how to get to it. So that's something that is part of my social media strategy, honestly. So I do like to publish every week on Monday, but if you're in flow and you have so much to talk about, I don't want you to feel like you have to wait. I want you to feel like you can capitalize on that flow and don't feel like your episodes have to be an hour. I've only gone off and recorded episodes for an hour at a time, but then I realized after listening to, I feel like his name is Corey Allen. He's one of the few like white men I follow, but he has a motivational podcast and his episodes are not fancy at all. No ads, no trailer. He just gets on there and talks in a very monotone voice, but I love what he has to say. And his episodes, solo casts are anywhere from like 11 minutes to 20 minutes tops. And I'm like, damn, it really can be this simple and easy. When he interviews people, of course, they're going to be a little bit longer, but your episodes really don't have to be that long. They are, they can be as long as you want them to be, but I do think it's a better idea to focus a little bit of time on one topic instead of focusing for an hour and a half on lots of different topics. 
because you might burn yourself out too. So quality over quantity and the amount of time. And you can always schedule episodes if you're in flow and you are like, ah, today I just feel like recording five episodes at 10 minutes each or 15 minutes each, beautiful. But don't publish them all at the same time. Just schedule them out because you can do that on Spotify for podcasters now. So that's something that I feel like you should definitely do so you don't get burnout because burnout is a huge problem I've seen with people who are excited about starting a podcast, they start it and then they're overwhelmed. But we're in this for the long haul if you want this to be a sustainable project. So scheduling things out, it will help prevent burnout for you. The last thing I'll say that I'm glad that I've done, that I've gotten better at, is asking for people to review my podcast. Reviews really help boost listenership and it helps provide legitimacy to your podcast. Like as soon as I go to a celebrity podcast and I see thousands of reviews, I'm like, damn, this person has a lot of listeners. But as a solopreneur, I have to not only remind people that I have an episode out, but I have to ask them to review at the end of the episodes wink wink if you love this episode please leave me a five-star review on spotify or a written review on apple Podcasts. It can be short as great podcast <laughs> see what i did there but as a marketer you always have to ask for what your your needs are just like in personal relationships ask ask for help ask for reviews ask for your friends to share your podcast episodes if they feel like it don't be a dick about it, but sometimes people ask me, can I share your content? And everything I do is public. I love when people share everything I do. I'm very transparent and it only helps me spread the word too. So I'm, I'm really proud of myself for, for playing with this whole, hmm, how can I get more people to listen to my podcast and review it? So I did this experiment last year where I asked people to review my podcast send me a screenshot of the review either on Apple or Spotify and then they'd be entered for a chance to win a free one hour money coaching session with me which is about $600 in value of an hour of my time because I help people transform their lives and their money and make sustainable wealth building change. Basically I help people make fuck tons of money in their sleep by investing and I help them feel better about their money. So I love doing that experiment. I hopped on calls with people who knew what I was doing. They trusted me because they've been listening to my podcast so we could hit the ground running and I helped them build wealth in just an hour. And then this year I did that again and I ended up having more calls with more people. And instead of giving away one free session, I had about eight people total enter the contest. And I was just like, well, I have free time. Let me just give all of these people who reviewed my podcast a free session. And I already had one person who gave me a review. We had our free session and I helped her so much with her money that she realized that she wanted to work with me. So signed on as a client. So I feel like having that sense of play and knowing that even if you do feel alone when you are podcasting or as a business owner, you're not alone. People are excited to help you. You just have to let them know how and make it mutually beneficial. 
ask for people to help me out with a review and I help them out with their money and looking at their 401k. I helped somebody realize that their retirement account was not all invested, even though she was in her 30s. About 6k was sitting there in cash. And there's no reason to have your retirement have any cash in it when you're that young because you're missing out on growth for decades because your retirement should not just be sitting in cash unless you are literally retired and want to pull that cash out to pay your bills. But you don't know what you don't know. So that is something that I encourage you to do if you'd like to remind people that you have a podcast because there were people that fell in love with my podcast and started binging it because I had this giveaway offer. So I'm super glad that I did that. I think I will want to do that even more frequently because it just helps me connect with my audience more. And long term, it will help me get toward that goal of monetizing my podcast where I can start making money through advertisements and expanding my reach through reviews. So that's the long term vision and reward that I had. But in the short term, I got reviews and it helped me sign a client who I'm helping now with her business and with her money and secure her financial independence while paying off debt, all those beautiful things. So yeah, those are my tips for starting a podcast. In conclusion, imperfectionism beats equipment. Don't worry about your fancy ass microphone or your studio or how soundproof it is. Just speak your truth, especially if you're a non-able-bodied cishet white man you got shit to say that's of value no matter what society wants you to think. And there are other people like you who are waiting to hear from you. And I support you. So with that, watch me work. <laughs> if you love this podcast, please review it on Spotify. Leave cinco estrellitas, five stars, or on Apple. It can be as short as love this podcast. It does not have to be a paragraph. It doesn't have to be a dissertation on the podcast, but it does help me gain listeners. If you'd like to share this podcast, please share it on your Instagram stories and tag me. Let your friends, family, primos, chosen family know about this podcast so that we can normalize building wealth together. And if you want to work with me on your money, on understanding what the fuck you're investing in within your 401k, on making sure you can be set up with time freedom and be set up for early retirement. If you want help with your business, whether it's through marketing, podcasting, or your business finances and separating your business from your personal money and protecting your credit score, then hit me up. I am taking one-on-one -on -one clients now for the current offer that I have at the time of this recording is I'm doing a three-month package for $3,000. And that includes calls with me every two weeks. You have WhatsApp access to hit me up with any questions or voice notes. You have access to all my masterclass recordings. And I help you along the way. I walk you through opening up accounts, seeing exactly what you're investing in so that you can tweak it and save money on fees you might not have known about, which I help all my clients with that. I help my clients invest in low cost funds that do their job so that you can save tens of thousands of dollars in fees over the course of your lifetime. And my jam is also helping business owners bring in more money through business income while also being just strategic with business finances. Cause I feel like there's a lot of business coaches out there that talk about marketing and selling, but 
None of them really talk about business finances. And I talk about it from the perspective of a queer person who is estranged from family, who does not have a safety net to fall back on. Like family, I can't just move home to save money. I'm not married to anybody. I'm single. I don't have a partner who can help me fund my life or my business. So that is the perspective that that I offer uh, people as somebody who's a single income earner who has already reached financial independence and is very fulfilled from what I do, but knows that sometimes you just got to secure the bag. If that means taking a job, making side income, but being as strategic as possible with every dollar that you make. So if you'd like to work with me, I'll put a link in the show notes to book a call to chat with me so we can start off the year right at any point, really. <laughs> you might be listening to this in June, uh, but it's always a good time to invest, especially now that the stock market is starting to pick up and get back to its levels that it was two years ago. No matter what the stock market's doing, it's always a good time to start investing to secure your future. So I am going to go to the beach because I'm here in Puerto Vallarta, living it up, and I hope you have a great day. All right, bye. The information contained in the Unicorn Millionaire podcast is provided for general informational use only. Your purchase, download, and use of this material does not constitute a client relationship. The views expressed by the Unicorn Millionaire podcast hosts and guests are not intended to constitute accountant, legal, tax certified financial planner, stock advisor, or other professional advice. Users of this podcast material should not act upon this information. Users of this podcast material should do their own due diligence by independently verifying all information, products, and services mentioned with their own qualified professionals before making any decisions. We assume no responsibility for information contained in the Unicorn Millionaire podcast and disclaim all liability with respect to errors, inaccuracies, omissions, misleading, or defamatory statements. Users of this podcast accept and understand the terms of the disclaimer.